Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the 49th Faithful UK Show. Tonight, once again, I'm joined by Najee Kara. Hello. Paul Hope. Good evening. And Gareth Ellis. Good evening. Hello. Hello, guys. Okay, so we're down to the final two teams. And for the Mm. very first time, we have a team that will be appearing in their own stadium for the Super Bowl. So history's already been made. Um, No doubt if uh, the books win, it's been made again by Brady. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I've got a question for you. And as I'm feeling a little bit crazy now, I'm going to actually uh, direct this at Gareth. Oh, God. Just to put him on the spot. Well, it's actually directed at Yazal Bollet. Gareth, go first. (laughs) Is it just me, or has the playoffs absolutely flown over this year? Because it doesn't seem like four weeks ago that we were playing the Seahawks, and the the weeks have just flown by. Whereas last year, and I think it's probably because we were in it, each week seemed to drag over waiting for the next game. But this year... In a blink of an eye, and we at the Super Bowl. So, what was the question? <laughs> so, the question was, do you think it's absolutely flown over the playoffs? Yes. Uh, yeah, but I, I also think it's to do with the fact that most of us are, are kind of stuck at home. I don't. Yeah, think... quite possibly. Quite possibly. That's why I, I think you're right. It seems to have gone. Maybe it's the you know the format with the only one team having a bye. It's been sort of full on. It's felt like the seasons kept going. So. Yeah, that's um, quite a good point as well, actually. It, yeah, it suddenly struck me, you know, one game left. So that's it. Nothing down till September. One game. Yeah. Yeah. So what did we make of the games of the weekend then? Uh, not amazing. Um, I think the first one had potential to be a classic and turned out not to be. Um, and then the second one was uh, a bit boring. I'm glad I didn't stay up uh, to watch it. I mean, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. I think we would do some some cracking games, and which it, it just didn't really happen. But as I said, the first one for for about three quarter looked like it might be one of those all time classic back and forth into between two greats, and and then and then the Packers decided to have three times the ball in the fourth quarter and do nothing with it. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, we we can talk about the first one. Uh, called it, didn't we? Brady just finds a way to win despite throwing three picks. Um, well, yeah, I mean, which, he, he tried his best to lose the game. I know, yeah. Two two of them are definitely on him. Uh, not quite sure what he was doing. Uh, I think it'll be a bit frustrated with Mike Evans. I don't think he had the best game of his life. But Godwin, I think, is probably the best receiver they have. And it showed it. He just showed up and he was everywhere. Uh, but I thought it was over when he, when he went to eighteen ten, um, and the Bucks looked unstoppable. Um, I said to my friend, "This is looking like uh, a Madden game where it's just going to be offense after offense, and and the Bucks are just going to finish on top." But then somehow the Packers managed to get back in it thanks to those three picks, I guess. But yeah, I mean. It's funny because after after this game, all the talks is now <laughs> Rogers' future and Lafleur's legacy in Green Bay because of a fourth down, which 
I 100% agree though. It wasn't the right decision to kick a field goal. You have your MVP. You got to go for it. Uh, there's no doubt Andy Reid goes for it. There's no doubt, um, you, you know, Arians goes for it. There's no doubt uh, Doug Marone would have gone for it. I think yeah, at playoff football, you have to, you know, put the ball in your best player's hand. And I, don't, I will not never understand why. Why he didn't go for it. This falls into the realms of why didn't you give the ball to Marshall Lynch kind of category for me. Um but apart from that, as I said, like the, the Packers had the ball three times, uh, and they were five point down, and and they went three and out pretty much three times. They didn't do anything at all. So it's not just on that one play, but yeah, uh, it's funny how their season is now span around again, and it's all controversy. What did you make of the game, Paul? I really enjoyed the first game. Um, it felt like I was the only one cheering for the Buccaneers. As I said, I've got a friend who's a super Aaron <laughs> Rodgers fan. And as he's a Man U fan, he was already gloating about them beating Liverpool. So I couldn't cope with any more texts. Um, I'm still finding it impossible that the wet, wet didn't go for it on fourth down. Like you said, Nadji, yeah. we've all seen the movie before. Fourth quarter, coming up to the two-minute mark. The Packers need to win. Put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hand. I actually remember, Lee, a, a Monday night game where they did it to us a few years ago and this, the, the, the kick the field goal seconds ago and it was about five in the morning and I thought, I can't explain to my colleagues why I've stayed up till five in the morning. Because as soon as Rogers got the ball on that drive, you knew what was going to happen. But last night, Lafleur, I, I don't know what you lads think, but I'm still studying thinking, how did he not go for it? I mean, even... With the fact that they all the time out still and there was only two minutes on the clock. Tom Brady, inevitable. We said it before the show, didn't we? Before the uh, the weekend. I'm not saying he's yeah. up there as one of the top five QBs, but man, he showed last night he's got that something that keeps the team going. Like you said, Nadji, to turn the ball over three times, the Packers with the MVP of the league, game should have been put away. Um yeah. And like you said, they're back at this junction now where another 13 and 3 season lost in the championship game. Um, all the talk goes to who they drafted last year with Jordan Love and where did they go this year? And unlike you, I stayed up for the second game. Kind of <laughs> wished I hadn't, but I had the day off work today. Um it was just a strange game, the second one. I mean, as soon as the Bills went 9 0 up, I thought the Chiefs were winning this. And it was just I'm going to go back to the first game now. Like with Brady, there was just some inevitability that the Buccaneers were going to win. Like Lee said at the start of the show, if anyone was going to make history about playing this first Super Bowl in his home stadium, it had to be Tom Brady, didn't it? Uh, um, How were you feeling, Lee, after Brady getting to the Super Bowl? Well, funny enough, let's go back through a couple of minutes before he got to the Super Bowl. And I was actually thinking of Gareth. I was thinking, I bet you Gareth is sat at home absolutely loving that decision by Lafleur, because Gareth was the only one that uh, picked the books. No, I, I was loving the decision as well, to be honest. Like I said, I, I had enough of my friend Glot. And to be fair, he took it in good humour. But what I do love about the NFL, I've got a work colleague who's a Giants fan. I haven't heard of him for months, because obviously <laughs> working from home. And he reminded me last night that the last number five seed to get to the Super Bowl was a certain New York Giants team also winning Lambo. So he's taken that as an omen that the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. Um, I was on the same page as Gareth last night, Lee. I wanted the Buccaneers to win and I make no bones about it. Did, did you enjoy the game, Gareth? 
Uh, I did. I I enjoyed the game. I thought that there was, you know, there's good plays from from each side. Green Bay didn't start too badly, but I think that, you know, the Buccaneers' defense just had the measure of the Packers and and stalled them out. In many respects, yeah, I think it's a it was a good result because it's Mahomes versus Brady, and you know, surely who 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 doesn't want to see that really? Um, if this hadn't have happened in 20 years' time, everyone would be saying how terrible it was that, you know, Mahomes never got to face Brady in a Super Bowl. So it's a game it's a game for the ages, I think, as they, they might be phrasing it or marketing it at the moment. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that as a result. Inexplicable, yeah, on a fourth down. I, I don't even see that that's a decision for the coach. When you're in that situation, surely there isn't really a decision to be made. You go for it. Uh, yeah, inexplicable unable to punish uh, Brady's interceptions. Um, and yeah, the better team won. Clearly the better team won. And the Bucks yeah. are playing good football in the playoffs at the right time of year. So yeah, you've got to hand it to them. Do you yeah. not think it's... Sorry, do you not think it sent a message though when they didn't go for it? Like normally you'd expect Rodgers to go for it on that fourth down, didn't you? I mean, he's even said himself on the third down player when he was hesitant whether uh, I thought he was going to run that one in to be he honest should have with you. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And he's even said after the game, if I knew I didn't have another go, I might have I gone. Try he, yeah. yeah, he's he's basically thought nothing stupid. I've got another go, and he was confident of getting it. But we all talked, don't we, about the NFL and momentum shifts, and but to me, it just sent that message that they weren't confident and. I don't know about you three felt, but I knew that Brady wasn't giving the ball back to Rodgers. Yeah, no, no way. No chance. He's done that way too many times. He knows he knows the game, doesn't he? Um, there was no way. And and Bruce Arians is the same, right? He's a good coach. There was no way they were going to give him another shot. I, I think it, it, Rodgers has been lucky already to have chances to go back in this game. As I said, I thought it was over. And then Brady started to throw picks left, right and center for some reason. It just kind of melted a bit. But but I credit to the to the to the Bucks defense and, you know, there, there's a saying in this league which is, you know, defense wins championship and I think it showed I think you know, Jason Pierre Paul and Barrett and and Vitavia just like put so much pressure on on Rodgers and managed to get so many sacks. He had been sacked like six times during the regular season. And I think he took, did he take six in that game or five maybe? So, you know, it wasn't just the Packers not executing and, and making bad decisions. And I think the, I think the Buccaneers defense played really, really well. Um, but yeah, I think, as I said, like, it was a good game. It could have been a classic. It could have been an all time. I think if the Packers come back and manage to get the lead back and then somehow Brady comes back in and, it could have been one of those games, and and then it just wasn't for some reason. There was a bit of a dull moment as well with some weird penalties, and just kind of ended the game on the. It well, didn't the, stick the landing. I think that's what. It was good, but didn't stick the landing. Lafleur clearly would, I imagine, want to take that decision back. But oh he yeah, also, he's, he already said it. I think he, <laughs> he's all. He also botched the end of the first half with the clock management and let oh, Tampa yeah. get that touchdown with one yeah, second that's... left in the first half and that was you could see some sort of hesitation and yeah that you know that certainly didn't help um but when you're when you're that far down and you, you give basically a free touchdown away at the end of the half it's uh yeah yeah it's funny to me as well because he's been touted as one of those bright new young coach and everything and and his record 
definitely shows for it. He's 26 and six over two seasons, which is fairly impressive. And then uh, we, you know, we look at our coaching Kyle, and he's he's nowhere near that. But I I wouldn't have Lafleur in in a heartbeat. He's got the chance to have a, an Hall of Famer like Rogers and and people like Devontae Adams uh, to to carry him. And then when decisions are important, especially in the playoff, yeah, I. I don't know, I, I, you know, I don't think he's a good coach yet. He's getting there for sure, but I think that shows a real lack of experience. Um, and then, I mean, the shot by, as you said, at the end of the, at the first half is the only thing you got to do is not get beat deep and, and you get beat deep. That's, that's, you can't, it just can't happen, can it? It's the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, it was a great touchdown, to be fair. Um, yeah, I mean, they even sent the punt unit out, then they called a timeout, and you thought, yeah. going for this, aren't they? What was it that Arian says? He's got a famous saying, is it no, no risk, no biscuit or something? Yeah, team no, team no risk, no biscuit. Around. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I thought he'd like that one. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to say, watching the games last night, I actually really enjoyed watching Tom Brady play. Yeah, um, he was obviously he had a couple of picks that were rotten looking. Um, one pick that really wasn't his fault. Um, but some of the balls he dropped in were absolutely excellent. They talk yeah. about hitting somebody on the dime, hit getting the ball on the dime, and just some of these over the head balls that he got that just dropped right in front of the receiver. Didn't need to break stride, it was in his arms, and he was gone, and it was just fantastic to watch. And that's what I like about American football. That's what I've always liked about the NFL. I like the way I like passing quarterbacks. I've always liked uh, pocket passes rather than uh, runners. The likes of Mahomes, Russell Wilson. I, I like to see proper <laughs> what I would consider proper quarterback <laughs> player. I know that's From controversial old, to say that because yeah, old school yeah. quarterback. And I really enjoyed that. And to be honest, let, let's not take away anything away from Aaron Rodgers. He played well. It's just that did, the yeah. rest of the team didn't play as well. They couldn't convert the chances. He had too, far too many drops from his receivers, from his consistent receivers, which is what I think killed the Packers, not being able to convert those turnovers into points. Yeah, I think losing Aaron Jones as well is it was a bit of a big blow on that fumble um, because he's their main back, uh, even though Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon are quite good backs. So I think that... It changes the way that you approach the game. But yeah, I agree. I mean, Brady even threw some darts on tight rope down the middle, which it, it doesn't look like he's 43 or whatever how old he is. I'm, I'm not quite sure at this point. If he's not just lying and he's actually uh, he's actually 35 and he started playing the game at 10 or something. I, I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. But yeah, yeah, it's it's baffling. And I'm, I'm with you and that's why I enjoy I enjoy. Um, quarterbacking like that as well, and that's why, like you know, Justin Herbert and and the new guys like that. But they, they can do all of it. But you can't get away from the fact that Mahomes is something else, though, isn't he? That he just put the team on his back yesterday, and toe injury or no, concussion or no, he looked sharp and he looked like the MVP from two years ago. And this is his third season and he's already probably a Hall of Famer. Crazy. What oh, do you yeah. make of without that? Shadow of doubt. Without a shadow yeah. of a doubt, yes. And, and to be honest, I mean, you, you could see he was a little bit hesitant when he was running, so turf toe might be giving him problems, but certainly the concussion wasn't a problem for him. Not at all. Um, the game itself, Buffalo started really bright. Um, they managed to hold Kansas City back, but 
I think, as Paul mentioned before, you could just see that the Chiefs were just waiting to stick in another gear and it was just going to run for them. It was just going to run for them. I'd picked Buffalo to win it all at the start of the year, uh, the playoffs, and it was disappointing because I don't feel as though over the playoffs they've ever gotten into the same gear as what they had when they were playing towards the end of the season when they went on that long run of wins. Yeah, it, it just seems to be something missing from the scene. I don't know. It, it could have been nerves all the way through the playoffs. It just they didn't seem as though they were the same team. Yeah, yeah Josh mean, Allen struggled, didn't he? Sorry, Najee. Josh Allen struggled yeah, on, yeah. on Sunday. He and did, like, yeah. you, like you said, Lee, ah, obviously we got beat by the Chiefs last year. So I think there's a lot of people thinking automatically as 49ers, you're not going to enjoy watching Kansas City. And Najee said it many a time. We all enjoy watching them. Mahomes, he's a superstar. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, I mean, the connection them two have got. I mean, I was sat at home thinking, like, 9-0, they're just going to into a gear. Like you said, if that's Patrick Mahomes playing with an injured toe, Christ almighty, God help us when he's fully fit. That's all I was going to say, Najee. Yeah, no, you're right. It's, you know, it's impressive to see that the extra gear that everybody knew, like, oh, that... They didn't win many games this season. Uh, I mean, despite going 15 and two, they they won by three, by six. It was always a little scrappy, but like, you could tell in the in the league and the journalists, and the, everybody knows they've got that extra gear. And hold and behold, they just turn it on when it needed. You know, ten nil down or nine nil down after a silly mistake. Like they should have never been in that position to start with, and yet. It, it, the game was never close at all. Um, yeah, I mean, what did you make of it, Gareth? Kelsey, impressive. Uh, Kittle was going to have his work cut out to try and be better than him. Yeah, Kansas City haven't really missed a beat in the last few seasons, have they? They're, they're like a well-oiled machine. They don't seem to to get too many injuries um, to those to those playmakers. Um, and Mahomes, yeah, is 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 Mahomes. There was an inevitability about about them winning, as you said. As soon as Buffalo gets sort of gifted that touchdown at the beginning from the from the fumbled punt, you felt uh, Kansas City are just going to have to wake up a bit now. And there uh, wasn't surprised at all. They're in charge really from the from the second quarter and didn't didn't really let up. It's going to be a great game. Let's face it, uh, Super Bowl. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, not as much as last year, obviously, but there's a certain <laughs> amount of pressure off, isn't there? So yeah, uh, yeah, I can just hope, you know, I'm hoping for another game like the uh, Patriots-Eagles, whereas, yeah, let's uh, let's see if we can get 100 points combined, something like that, or anything but a uh, 16-3 repeat of the Rams-Patriots. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm, lo- I'm yeah. looking forward to it. The, the, the one thing, the Bills haven't played their best football in the playoffs. They haven't no, no, they didn't looked that all. good. You know, compared to the way they just dissected us and put us away, um, they they peaked a bit too early. But uh, they'll be back. I'm 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 confident that I'd put them as AFC East champions again and uh, uh, into the playoffs. So hopefully they'll learn from this. You know, Kansas City got to a AFC championship and uh, lost to the Patriots. So you've got to work up to these things. I think the Bills will be perhaps back in the game next year. Going off topic slightly, what do we all make of the uh, the controversy surrounding the QB situation at the 49ers? Every time you go on Twitter, there's a different person what? being linked at quarterback. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is there? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just... 
It's just the nature We're going to have some quarterback room, aren't we, next year? Stafford, yeah. Watson. <laughs> Watson, Stafford, and Jimmy and, and Carson Wentz all coming to us, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's just the nature of the game. I think I, because Jimmy's been injured so much, uh, despite everything, everybody, you know, they, what they say in the front office and what Carl says that he's going to be that starter, I think if you can improve and upgrade, uh, which I I personally believe Stafford is, I, I think Stafford for me has been a top five QB. In a, it, he's just been playing in a terrible team, in a terrible system. He's just not been lucky. He didn't land in the right spot. Um, but, you know, when he was with with Megatron, he, he was pretty much unstoppable and he's, he's tough as nails. Um, I mean, I remember the first time I, I heard his name, it was the Thanksgiving game where he dislocated his shoulder or something and he fin- still finished the game and managed to score the winning touchdown, which was it's one of our all-time favorite moments in the NFL. A great game. But yeah, I'd, I think he's an upgrade over Jimmy uh, in terms of pure talent. I don't know what you guys think. Um, now, for me, if we're talking Stafford, he's turning 33 this year, so it's going to be about how much and what it costs us to get him because um, you're going to get, what, five years maybe? Um, if you get five years, I think you, you're good. Anything above that and trading for him is a good thing. Anything below that and trading for him is not a good thing. So it, it's just going to depend on how, how much it's going to cost if the front office decide to to do it. But I don't see I don't see how we can because Jimmy has this no no trade clause, so he has to agree with it. Um, is Jimmy gonna? want to go back to Detroit, where he's kind of from. He's, he's from Illinois, isn't he? So, um, I mean, it's all pure speculation. I think it's, it, I agree, it's kind of annoying, but it's also the fun of the offseason to make bold tradition and look at what's what and what's possible. And one week it's Watson, then I'll stuff it, and then next week it'll be Watson again when he decides to, to seek a trade. I don't know what you guys think. I'm sold. I'll have him. I'll be. Um, just maybe a straight swap in a, in a third round or something like that, and I'd be happy with that. I think the the, the thing with Stafford is is going to be the price. I think you're right. I think he's an upgrade, and and it frees up a little bit of cap space. And I I hope from what I've seen and heard of of Stafford, he's he's going to be hungry for winning. You know, he's, yeah. he's he's had a few paydays and stuck loyally with with Detroit. Change will do him good, uh, and yeah, I'd I'd love to see it. It depends how much it is. Oh, I'd say I'm I'm happy to go with uh, with Jimmy, and uh, that always assumes that Jimmy needs to be part of the deal to go to Detroit. Because if we were going to trade for him, and will Jimmy then be happy to entertain going back to New England? Yeah. So I don't think we necessarily have to trade Jimmy to Detroit Lions. I think there's other places where I can go to. Um, Primarily, yeah. I would say the Chicago Bears. I think that would interest them um, going in that direction. Yeah. Um, is also an option, or uh, and certainly New England. Yeah, I mean, That's as far right. as the quarterback situation is concerned, like Gareth says, I'm happy to continue with Jimmy for another season because I'll reiterate what I said in last week's show. My concern is more about the other pieces we need to um, we need to plug the gaps because of the amount of free agents we've got. However, yeah. having said that. If it was to work out that we did go for Matt Stafford and we brought him in as QB1, I wouldn't be at all disappointed about that because, like you, Najee, I think Matt Stafford's a fantastic quarterback. He's just played in a really poor team. And 
what I'm more pleased about hearing the reports is the fact that the Lions have actually agreed to his trade because it could have easily have turned into the same situation as what they had with Barry Sanders and the same situation that they had with uh, Calvin Johnson where they didn't want to trade them, they refused to trade them and they basically yeah. retired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and no, that was a good. shame for the whole NFL. Yeah, that, for sure. Um, it is good and also it means this price is going to be lower because you know that all you have to do is wait and and Stafford will eventually get released, I, I would imagine. Um, obviously, you you don't want to do that. You want to get him in the building as soon as possible. Um, but that's why I don't want to... I, I hear and I, I read on, online, people want to give a first round, uh, our number 12 for him. I think that's a little too high. Um, I, I, I don't... I wouldn't give a first round of, for some of, of his age. Unless, exactly. unless, really unless we can get something back for trading Jimmy away, um, I, I don't think that's a good. That would be a good trade for us. Um, I, I don't know. It's as you said, we've got so many pieces we need to to resign. Um, I think I would give him the first if we can resign. You know, what what we need to to resign. If if Trent Williams and Jason Verrett and and Warner's got his contract and. Kwan Williams and you know all those key pieces that we need uh, on the team are signed back and the team is hasn't changed much. Then I don't mind getting rid of that number twelve because I I do believe it's not going to hold that much value this year. I think everything we'd want would already be gone, um, or you know. So I don't think the number twelve is is actually a good pick this year. I, I think there's a lot of subpar picks to be made at that thing so trading that to get something like Matt Thufford maybe and then build in the second third round because because we've got a bunch of that now um and then get something for Jimmy then yeah maybe but um as it stands the first is weird I'll throw one at you Paul since you talk about QB what if Rogers <laughs> wants out do Paul. what what would you pay for that Oh, uh, to be honest, it's, it's ironic you've asked me that because I have been winding my friend up today. I've seen the <laughs> picture online with Rodgers in the, you know, red and gold. And the problem with Rodgers, Nadji, is his, his cap hit. It's extortionate the next few years running. I mean, if you take out all the mathematics, would I have Aaron Rodgers as our quarterback? Yes, I would. But I just, <laughs> for one, I can't see them trading us to him. I can't see them trading him to us. I, I can't see it happening. I'm like Lee and yourselves. I'll be happy to go into the season with Jimmy. Ironically, watching last night's game made me think, you know what? Maybe Jimmy isn't as bad, you know. Green Bay Packers had Aaron Rodgers. They lost the game. Mm. Wills, Josh Allen. You, you see what I mean? Like all the talk all yeah, season, yeah. you know, the Cardinals with Kyler Murray. And you then know, you look at you look at Brady, right? And he throws three picks, which is the main thing we always bang on Jimmy for, is throwing weird picks and everything. But they still won the game, right? Throwing picks isn't the end of the world. So I did think Jimmy about that, that watching. The, I did think about that watching the game, Nadji. I did think if this was the 49ers yeah. and Jimmy had thrown those picks, Twitter would have had a meltdown. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I think Rogers. I think he was very clever with what he did in his press conference. You know, he's basically saying to the management at Green Bay, isn't he? You know, I bought in this year. I got you this far. I want you to do something else. I personally can't see them getting rid of him. I don't know what no, you lads think. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't read too much into it. I don't know what you think, Lee, but press conference after a loss, especially a tough one like that. So uh, I, I can see them getting rid of him 
but only if it's an attractive draft pick. Yeah. And if you look at his age, what, what is he? Same age as um, Alex Smith, so he'll be 37, 38 year old. Um, so it, it's not as though, even though he's a fantastic player, but as age wise, you maybe he's going to get three years max. So mm-hmm. you, you couldn't really give up any more than a, a third round pick, especially not yeah, in our situation, great. because I'll go back to what I've just said. We've got so many free agents. We're going to have a completely different team next season. So anybody expecting us to go next season fully healthy and having the same sort of season as what we had two seasons ago when we got the Super Bowl, you're kidding yourself. Because at the moment, we don't know who's going to be on our roster. We don't know how badly free agency is going to affect us. We don't know what the cap is yet because that's never been... Um, confirmed that there's a lot of unknowns at the moment and i think there's going to be a huge amount of change and that's why i keep on saying for me the quarterback position is not my area of concern i'd be looking no, at elsewhere I, i'd I be agree. looking at the secondary i'd be looking at all the debt that we're losing from the defensive line how, how are we going to cope with all that you you guarantee that we're going to have to cut some players who aren't pulling the well not they aren't not pulling their weight. It's just that they're injured all the time. The likes of yeah. G Ford. We, we can't afford to continue with that contract with yeah. him not playing. You're right. Hmm. Yeah, his, his in particular is uh, it's a difficult contract to shift. Particularly yeah, because I, it seems I, he, he doesn't have, seem to have a timetable for recovery. If he'd broken a leg, you know, we'd, we'd know where, when he would be back. But it seems no one seems to know quite what the root cause of uh, his problem is. Yeah, exactly. I can absolutely see him getting cut, though, and us eating the money or doing something to push that money forward next year or something. Uh, as you said, I think I think it's time for us to cut all those players that just don't play, right? Because, mm-hmm. because it's killed us this year. And I think, especially looking at the games, you know, maybe not yesterday, but... It, the day you know the Rams and stuff like that. I uh, wholeheartedly believe if we if we stay healthy, even just a little bit, we've got a shot to make it there. Um, you know, if Jimmy and Kill and um, and Bosa are here, even just those three, and and we lose all the other ones, I think we have a shot to make the playoffs. So we're not that far away. But you got to change the culture of being dependable in terms of injury we just can't sign those people that just sit on the sideline and eat money basically it's just um, it's not great for us and and some of them aren't even you know nice even though we've been patient and and mm. and given them a chance what what do you guys think of those Jarek mckinnon comments on, on instagram i was over the moon that he confirmed he's not coming back that was the yeah. best news i've had yeah, all week was, <laughs> the, the news was good i just i didn't enjoy the how he put it that's for no, sure. no. Yeah, he seems very ungrateful considering we stuck with him after two seasons of paying him tens of millions while yeah. he sat on the bench. And, and did nothing this year. Yeah, yeah, did nothing. And then he comes out with that. So, yeah, it, it was very ungrateful of him. Um, I'm sure there's some players, um, I'm sure there's some players that's going to listen to this. I'm sure there's not. But <laughs> <laughs> if a player did listen to this, they'll be saying, oh, yeah, yeah, but we put our bodies on the line. That's why you pay us this. But no, it's sure. so ungrateful. Still ungrateful. Still ungrateful. You don't have to say it like that. You can say no. I want a new challenge. Or no. Uh, thanks. Thanks everybody. But uh, I think I need something else. It doesn't work out. You don't have to be rude about it. It's just there's no need for it. Um, but hey, let's let's not talk about bad news like this. Let's talk about good news. Um, 
this Martin Mayhew that got hired to by the Washington football team, um, that nets us another third round in 2023. It's good, good stuff. So how come that was yes. only 2023? Was that because of the position he's taken? I think it's just you can't have, um, I don't think you can accrue that many compensatory pick in the same year. And we already got one for for Robert Saleh, so we couldn't get one. Yeah, but we got uh, one for Robert Saleh next year as well. So that's why I didn't... Oh, sorry, you said 2023, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, yeah, I'm getting confused. It'll be the one the year after that. So basically, we're just uh, banking third round pick uh, every time a minority coach gets hired, um, which is good. Fantastic. Right, guys, thank you very much for joining me tonight. It's been a pleasure again. Um, I think the next show... Should we do a Super Bowl preview show? Cool. Why not? Yeah, 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 why not? And then we, we can all gush over the uh, the old age pension of Brady again and we can, uh, um, we can give have our predictions. A recap of the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have got the footballing event of the year, which is the 49 of Faithful UK Awards. So, yeah. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, I completely that forgot about that. We're going to do yeah. that before the Super Bowl. So, we've got the awards uh, episode as well. Oh, sure. Well, that. we can do that in the same episode. Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. Good right. Fantastic. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. If you haven't done so already, please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Francisco 49 is deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner deep Clark Garrison Hurst Stiff far going 99 Don't get it twisted One and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice Down the sideline NDB Greatest owner of all time Groovy Walgreens Bill Belichick We're all students of Bill Walsh Don't ever forget